And so right now, before you hit record, the the answer was, or the question was like, you know, you're like, Hey, how you doing? I'm like, man, I'm great. And you know, I am an eternal optimist. I am, unless there's something really bad going on in life, which, which does happen to all of us. Like, you know, I figure out a way to, the glass is always half full and all that stuff. Just right now, there's just a lot of stuff that's coming together. Some of which has taken a decade, some of which has taken weeks, some of which has taken months and it's just kind of all converging and it's really, really fun. So my motivation is significantly higher. And, and I think that when you have kind of a why and you have purpose in your life, all this other stuff, you're just motivated to get after it. And when you're yeah. just searching for that, if you're searching for that, keep searching and don't, right. and don't give up. Leadership isn't for the faint of heart. It's dirty, dangerous, difficult, and disruptive. It will test everything about who you are. Unfortunately, as a leader, you're out front, which means you usually only get about 43 feet of good road built for those following behind you while you're running the race yourself. Welcome to the 43 Feet Podcast, where each week you'll hear from some of the greatest leaders we can find both in F3 and beyond. If you're going to lead, you'll need to be ready for the difficult challenges, for what lies ahead in the unknown, for what's lurking in the next 43 feet. Hello and welcome back to the 43 Feet Podcast. I'm your host, Dark Helmet. And I am uh, incredibly excited today, not only because uh, we have turned the first of the year and, you know, uh, here in Charlotte, North Carolina, where I am, uh, it's like spring is in the air. Uh, you know, I don't know uh, why that always happens that way, but uh, so the weather's nice and the and life is good and, and F3 Nation is growing and we continue to see just uh, incredible things uh, uh, happening all the time. We saw some really great tweets uh, this week out of uh, the UK uh, and out of Kenya and some of these places where just random like there's no way that there should be guys there uh doing what we're doing but we're certainly grateful for them uh the other reason that i'm super uh excited today is because of our guest on the 43 feet uh he is a friend uh but also he is the ceo of goruck uh, his name is jason mccarthy he's former special forces green beret um and uh has a a, a long history of of many good things and a lot of challenges and, and different stuff like that and i thought it'd be very cool to have him on and talk about uh some of the things that are parallel between organizations but also just kind of see you know get into his head and understand a little bit about his leadership style and his leadership thinking and how that can uh change our lives and make us better men as well on this end so uh welcome jason to the show Thanks for ha- thanks for finally inviting me, man. <laughs> I was waiting for the right moment. <laughs> no. um, it's funny because I I I, um, I do this a lot where it's like uh, sometimes I, I I write too long of an email, uh, especially the guys that are kind of high, you know, uh, you know, quick high D, you know, on the disc or whatever, right? So and then, so I wrote too long of an email once, and I think it was kind of a throwaway at the end. I sort of said like, hey, maybe sometimes you, could, you know, sometime later you could be on the podcast. And I don't think you addressed it directly. And I was like, oh, maybe he doesn't want to. So I make this little story in my head. And then eventually I was like, what, why on earth would I like, what's, what's my problem? Anyway, so that's why it took me so long because there was a moment yeah. where I was like, yeah, maybe I, you know, maybe it was a bad choice. I don't know. But anyway, so uh, I asked you right before we started recording, I said, how you doing? I'm and doing I'm great. I'm- yeah. I'm doing great. Uh, motivation levels are higher than they've been in a very, very long time. Which is awesome. saying something because you're a pretty high energy, high motivated guy all the time. Fair? Yeah, I, I think that's fair. 
<laughs> I, I, I like I like more stuff going on. What I found though is that I can't just invent chaos. You know, I can't what just like pop up chaos all over the place and yeah. let that dictate because you know you there's other people around and sometimes it leads to you know it, it's just hard it's hard because other people have to manage chaos but now right. there's these big things that are going on and some of the things are starting to run smoothly that uh-huh. that are harder for me like anything operational is it's harder for me. but when it's <laughs> understood when it you know but but other stuff is just um you know it's it's great man well, that's good. That's good. And, and uh, in just a little bit, I want to talk about some of those things that are coming and anything you feel compelled to share uh, that might be a useful for F3 Nation, but also just useful in general. Um, and just, you know, kind of a what's next for Go Ruck and things like that. So we'll talk about that uh, in just a little bit. But cool. You know, some guys, I think, and I think it's fair to say at this point that um, I don't know if I would, I'm going to say majority. I'm going to say the majority of the men that, that we serve, right. That are, that we would consider, you know, part of F3. Um, they better have at least heard of go Ruck, right. We've done a, a pretty good job. I think of, of trying to indoctrinate and help them understand like what the value is in there, you know, and, uh, and, and to, and to use that as the, as a tool to, to toughen themselves, you know, to, to be better men and to be stronger men. And so, but the, the thing is, is, you know, sometimes it's as simple as a guy just says, Hey, we're going rucking and they go, uh, what's that? You know, okay, well, don't worry, show up. I've got an extra, uh, ruck and, and we'll throw it on you and you'll walk around with us and we'll do the things. Right. And that's, that's very common, uh, amongst and throughout F3 nation, but the chances are good also though, that they haven't gone on the website and read the story, read your story. And so I, I wanted to kind of start, if it's okay with you, that kind of how in the world did you get from, you know, wherever you were right to the, what I would consider, you know, like the premier rucking backpack company that, you know, that exists. Like what, what is that? How did, how did that happen? Well, I just had the perfect vision and, uh, you know, it's been really easy, man. It's been a straight line, <laughs> no, no problems along the way. Like and, most you know, things. We're, just, yeah. we're really just executing the, the plan that I came up with in uh, 2003 when I enlisted into the army. It's like, you know, this sort of thing is going to be cool for about five years. Let me yeah. get out and like, yeah, I'm going to start and go rock. And yeah, yeah. no, and then my life will be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, a, it was just a, a mess. And, and I say it like that mostly because there's a lot of, there's a lot of kind of glamoring, glamorizing yeah. Yeah. posts out there about, you know, look at me and look at how easy this was. And, you know, it, people making it look easy. I, I don't know. It's just, it's never been, there's not any part of this. It's ever been easy. It's just about how much you enjoy the hard stuff because it's all hard. And yeah. so, you know, I enlisted into the army after nine 11 because of nine 11. Mm-hmm. And that kind of set me on the course without that, you know, which was a hard, difficult decision, right? I mean, it's one thing to want to do your part. It's another thing to sign up enlist right after I'm out of college in, in a time of war and want to go to war and yeah, that's what I'm saying. deal it's one with thing to enlist now or well now it's still, but you know, in the past when it was like, ah, eh, we're at peace, you know, you, yeah, you, knew, I mean, you knew you were going though. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to, in some ways it makes it easier, man. In some I ways mean, it makes it easier because it was, it was like a sledgehammer beating me across the head. Like uh, you have to do this. Whereas, you know, now it's kind of like, well, you know, there's no big draw. There's no big, it's like, sure, I can go serve in the military. And by the way, I, like, when you're, if you're, you're in your twenties or you're 18 or you're 19 or you're in your twenties, like 
you need to you need to find something big and, and yeah. serve something bigger than yourself. You're not going to get that type of an experience elsewhere. And it took it took nine eleven for me to kind of really go through them. I had applied to all the alphabet soup agencies and went through all that because I was you know I was a big college kid and had a big college brain, and so I thought right. I might be <laughs> a little bit too smart for That's things right. like, like I don't want to. Yeah, you know, come on, man. I don't need and to be so, shot at it. Yeah. You know, I went, I went through and, and eventually just did it because the wars were passing me by and I knew I would regret it if I didn't. And so, mm. you know, I was married, I got married early when I was in the army to a girl I'd known for a decade at that point. And she, she joined the CIA and she, you know, got posted in Africa a couple of times. So we were all over the place. And, you know, when I went to visit her after my deployment to Iraq in 2000, uh, 2007, um, I just kind of took that, that mindset that I'd had in special forces and made her a quote, go bag or a go rock and put it in her, her Toyota Prado. Right. And then I built one for, which is just their version of a land cruiser, which is okay. by the way, if it, it's the best vehicle that you can have, if you're in war zone, it, like, it will hold up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, and so, so, it was just like, hey, you might need some extra stuff just in case, right? Just be more prepared. This prepared right. state of mind, which, which part of it is the easy part in America is, oh, I bought this thing, I'm ready. That's not enough, right? But, but we were both kind of in that mindset of we'd been through the training, we knew what to do with things, but here's the stuff, bring it around with you everywhere you go just in case. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of led to, okay, well, what am I going to do when I move here? And you know, I got to find something to do. And other people at the embassy had asked about, you know, can you make one for me or show me what to do? And I was there just burning time while she was working, you know, two jobs, one paycheck. And, <laughs> and, and, uh, and so I was like, all right, cool. This is, this is fun. I enjoy it. Right. And she's like, oh, when you come back, you should do the go ruck thing. And so what that meant was, you know, basically teach people how to be more prepared various ways in war-torn West Africa. And, and so that was kind of the goal. And I, I went along with that for a while. Eventually, you know, our, our marriage, when I came back, was crash and burn. And, mm. and uh, eventually, eventually, we ended up getting back together. And we, have, we have a few kids now. So it's, it's just a long, messy story. Like a metaphor for my life is my love for Emily. And I'm very grateful that that's the case. And it, it, it parallels GoRuck as well. You know, there's like a rebirth and all that stuff. But, uh, but it, it led to that business model isn't going to work, this consulting service in West Africa. So might as well just try the manufacturing side because how hard can that be? Well, that was, you know, <laughs> I don't know how to sew. I don't, I don't come from manufacturing. You know, I thought well, that's I what I was going to actually ask is like, idea. you said you made a bag, like what, like you made well, I a repurposed, bag? No, I repurposed okay. an old, an old assault pack and I put okay. a bunch of old extra equipment or, you right, know, it's like, right. You know, sometimes she would be out at certain diplomatic functions and wouldn't have, say, running shoes with her. And it's as simple as, hey, if if they start fire up one of their coups, which they love a good coup in Africa, right, <laughs> then you need to, if you're driving around, regardless, you need to have tennis shoes or running yeah. shoes so yeah. that you're you're not in heels, right, heels or yeah. whatever. Like, that's one of the lessons of 9-11 as well. You know, one of my friends was was in the tower and, you know, she came down and you know she was evacuating the whole city she just started walking barefoot because she just threw her heels away because she wouldn't get no heels on yeah yeah, and it's like you can't do that so you got to be more prepared and that there's a million different ways to do that 
but it led to manufacturing. And then, you know, you're just getting into, it, it almost feels ridiculous to, to just connect the dots so quickly here, but I'll try it right. so that we don't spend the entire time on this, but <laughs> it's like, Fair. you know, I had posted an ad in Craigslist for a, for a backpack designer, quote, quote, found a two person design shop in Bozeman, Montana, that had just been laid off. Cause remember the economy was terrible. Back oh yeah. Then, right? Oh eight, Yeah. And 10. Yeah. yeah. This, this is and, and trash. Yeah. And so they had been laid off from their design job in New Zealand and they were back in Montana trolling the interwebs for work and they ended up being awesome. And that took, you know, over a year to get, gosh, what was it like four samples plus some, some like Frankenstein mutant, like (laughs) things that wouldn't really qualify as samples. And then that, you know, led to the problems about scale manufacturing is different than R&D manufacturing. And there were other improvements, slight tweaks that had to be made and then got those scaled. Welcome to the next year plus, and then had all these rucks that I'd now spent, you know, a lot of all the money I had, you know, Em and I were separate. So she, she was kind of out of the picture ish. Right. And nobody wanted to buy them. So like this sucks. Right. And And, uh, you know, came up with the Go Ruck Challenge as a way to sort of promote some way, somehow, because I didn't know anything about Facebook or Google ads or any of that stuff. And I, I did know a thing or two about whooping it on and teaching other people <laughs> to whoop it on. Right, right. And, and I knew a thing or two about making it more fun because special forces for all the stuff that you see, I mean, it's, you know, you see the guys with, with beards and guns and looking very serious and stuff. And that's certainly, it is a very serious job with serious men doing that, doing that work. But I'll tell you, you have some of the greatest comedians, practical jokers, some of the smartest, wittiest people I've ever been around in my entire life. And they exist in the team room and it is iron sharpening iron all the time. And it's a very fun place to be and bringing that kind of vibe to stuff that sucks that's that's the magic of special forces is that you have people with good attitudes about stuff that really sucks and that makes it really fun yeah so took taking that a step further to what the go rock challenge became was look anybody can get up here and yell and scream like you know boot camp drill instructor stuff but but here's the problem that's like a new year's resolution it doesn't work Someone signs up for it's like, yeah, I want this person to whoop me in shape. Like, do you really? Are you sure that you want that? You want you know, that demon on your shoulder literally all the time? You, uh, people can only take so much. And so it's like getting these experiences that are really hard, but kind of making them fun in a way. That was the, that was the secret sauce that took some time to, to kind of develop into what the Go Ruck Challenge became. And then there was just the, the other pure emotional side, which was, you know, I was building a bridge personally between my, for my transition between the, the military and the civilian world. And mm-hmm. I was fortunate that people would show up at these events and, and would help me build that. And we're walking across that bridge with a, a weighted ass rucksack on their backs while we walked over that bridge together. And, and, and that was just something that I'm, you know, I still get, I mean, I'm just really, really grateful to the people who, especially in, in the earliest days, came out yeah. and were just kind of embraced it because my life was a mess and I didn't have a lot of, uh, it's like I had this, this trunk somewhere in, inside of my head and, and that's where the, my, my confidence was. And I say was, but I had to kind of 
reinvent myself and I had to kind of figure out how to find it again because all of the support structures had been pulled out from underneath me, right? Like yeah. no, no job, no mission. I'm going through a divorce or I'm divorced. Like, you know, I don't right. know what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. And it all starts to feel like it's converging on your life right this very second. Kind of, and it's kind of midlife and crisis. It yeah. A little early, but, but yeah, but it's, it's more like, I mean, that's almost like a natural evolution. This was more imposed by uh, yeah, okay. just these the circumstances, circumstances and all, these, yeah. all of it. And it's all just all bad things happen all at once. And, yeah. you know, the people that were around me at that time that supported me by any which way, some family, friends, people that showed up at Go Rock events. I mean, it's like, there's no such thing as a self-made man. There's no such thing as, you know, th- this avatar of, of Jason Bourne as the, you know, the world's greatest weapon. And he's just this individual <laughs> and he can solve all these problems. Like, look, right. he was miserable right. because he did that. And that's kind of part of the Bourne series and stuff. Yeah. See, but like, we need to be a part of something bigger than ourselves. And each of us has to figure out how to find a journey that works for us in, in our lives. And we need to keep pushing to, to stay on that path. Yeah. And, and, and again, in the, in the starting of it and in the, you know, and you're like, maybe I'll make a bag and oh, won't this be nice? And oh, then you get the man and all this kind of stuff. And there's all this chaos and all this terrible stuff. And it's, and I, I guess that's maybe uh, one of those things that um, I don't know if it's one of the things they look for when you're going into special forces or not, or if they just know that's the kind of guy, but thriving in chaos is, is uh, I would probably guess essential to, uh, to, you, to you have successful. to, yeah, yeah you, you have to, I mean, because, basically they're testing your ability to work well with others under stress, similar yeah. to what we do at the go run yeah. challenge. Right. And, yeah. and so if, in essence, the way that it works is that even if you're the, the biggest, fastest, strongest can do everything by yourself, the best, if you can't play well with others, you won't make it through the pipeline. Yeah. And so if, if you are easily excitable, or if you have a bad attitude because, you know, something doesn't go your way or what happens within this tribal structure or this kind of, military special forces training structure is that you become a cancer to your team. And it, uh. if, if, so the, the doctrinal piece in this, which I learned from rich is to be a great teammate. First, you have to be a great individual. The, yeah. the, the follow-up to that is then you have to submit to the mission of the team, the goals of the team, and you have to put those before your own. And that sounds very counterculture. If you take a step back and look at America and our way of life, we, we are consistently and continually glorifying the individual. It's, it's the next piece that I think that we need to remember, you know, George Washington wasn't crossing, wasn't crossing the Delaware yeah. by himself in a boat alone. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But you, you can lead, but sometimes you got to lead from the front and sometimes from the middle. And sometimes you're, you're leading from the rear. I mean, and yeah. you know, sometimes you're just kind of on the boat when you get the, like, sometimes it, it just, it changes depending upon the, the the situation. And, but it's this idea that we have to remember that we are in it together and to, for, for our country and for our community, our family, our whatever, we have to take care of ourselves as well. We have to do this. We have to become better individuals, but not lose sight of the fact that we have to be, we have to submit to the teams in our lives. 
Well, yeah, part of becoming that that complete individual and that that effective human being and all that kind of stuff that we want to strive for, part of that has to be that connection and that that interdependence and, and all that stuff across all those people, right? I mean, that's that's one of the things that. So, uh, I told you we were going to talk about this, um, but uh, so my very first go ruck experience was uh, misery. It was horrifying. And, uh, it was great. Now you're smiling about it. That awesome? <laughs> That's called type two fun, type two fun, my friend. Yeah. Well, yeah, what's really funny about it too, is like, you know, as soon as you finish it, then you're like, well, uh, when's the next one? You know, that's kind of that's kind of how it rolls, right? Or so, or you tell yourself the greatest lie in Go Ruck history, right? Which is I'm never doing that. I'm shit. never doing that again. Yes. I've, I've heard I that so many oh, times, so many, right? Yes and, yes. and now at the end of my classes or whenever I've got or whatever, I'm like, hey, I know some of you right now are telling yourselves the greatest lie in go ruck history, which is yeah. never doing that shit again. Just wait till you wake up on Monday morning. Maybe, yeah. maybe mo- by yeah. Monday afternoon, you're going to be like, boom, That's when right. are we doing that again? As oh, soon, as, by you, the way, as, soon as you I get amongst just your... the person. I know yeah. just the person that needs, that needs this in their life. <laughs> yes. I was going to say, as soon as you get back amongst your friends and then you start telling some war stories from the weekend and then pretty yeah. soon you're like, yeah, I'm definitely doing that again. Cause I remember I, I literally told my wife after the first heavy I ever did, I said, <laughs> I said, look, I'm going to write a letter to myself. And if I ever say I'm doing a go ruck again, I want you to hand me this letter that says not a chance in hell. Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, of and then you're going to be like, man, I was stupid when I wrote that letter, burn it down. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> who's this wuss that wrote this letter? That's not a thing, right? Um, So it was uh, was actually a custom event, an F3 custom event. Uh, Mm -hmm. It was, and I don't remember how many years ago, six, probably six years ago now or something like that, five, six years ago. And, uh, you know, I was was kind of early in my fitness journey, if you will. You know, I just lost some weight and I was just kind of getting to where I was in in decent shape. And there were these couple of guys who were just like, we got to do this. Like, were you really big or were you? Yeah, I was about, uh, uh, no, I was about 250. Uh, okay. and, and super soft. Yeah. And okay. so, uh, yeah. Good for you, man. Oh, thank you, man. Yeah. Well, F3 really helped. Uh, that was obviously, yeah. when, you know, I started going to the gym and walking and doing stuff. And my doctor was finally like, Hey, so the next time you come in, since you have high cholesterol and high blood pressure and you know, you're fat as crap and you have sleep apnea and you know, all this kind of stuff. So next time you come in, um, if you haven't done some exercise and made some vague attempt at trying to get healthier, I'm going to start prescribing all this medicine to you you know, because you're, you're a stroke waiting to happen is the way that she said it. And I was like, okay. So, you know, you start going to the gym, start figuring out, trying to get a little bit healthier. And then I, somehow in there, I bumped into F3 and, and I, I, I don't think I could be consistent in fitness if I didn't have guys harassing me, you know, uh, and expecting me to be a place at a time and, you know, all that kind of stuff. I just, I just wouldn't do it on my own. Um, but yeah, so thank you that, uh, that, that happened. But so I'm starting to get in shape and I, and, and somebody says, we got to do this rucking thing. And I was like, I don't think I understand, you know, what the point of that would possibly be. Like, why would you walk around? Like we took our backpacks off, you know, after college and like, you know, I'm going to put a backpack on, like, we don't carry backpacks. What are we children? You know, right. This, these are all the things, you know, what it, so then anyway, they throw this thing in the, in your, in all your that rock. negative self-talk excuses running <laughs> right. through your brain, right? right. These guys like, are dumb. I'm smart. Got it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. My big college brain. Right. You know, <laughs> just yep, like, yep. yeah, no way I'm doing this. And they said, well, it's like 12 to 14 hours. And I was like, why and you stay up all night? Like, what are you nuts? Anyway, they finally, you know, they cajole you into it. You start walking around with this backpack on and you start feeling like, okay, this is, you know, this could be a thing. All right. It's not too bad. You know, I, I could get used to this. And uh, fortunately I didn't have a ton of time to train. Cause I think if I had had a ton of time to train, I, who knows what would have happened. Right. But I was just dumb enough. 
right? By the <laughs> by the time the event rolled around, just dumb enough to think like, oh, okay, I think I can totally tackle this. Like this will be fine. And um, and it was absolute uh, misery. It was absolute misery. And 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 if I tell you, I can't even remember now who the cadre were for that. I, I just I don't honestly remember. I think uh, Shredder might have been one of them. Anyway. Uh, but uh, these guys, you know, guys who have come and gone and, and, and whatever sure, in sure. life, but, but uh, point being, you know, we went through this just horrible, this horrible, horrible time with these F3 guys, you know, and I don't know if, if those, you know, if the cadre were like, we're going to amp the, you know, just kind of turn this up just a notch or two. Cause these guys all think they're, you know, you know, Mr. Bad mother, you know, all that kind of stuff. Right. And, uh, and I remember like was reading there in them. I mean, cause a lot of times what happens is, is you, you F three guys will have a POC and you'll deal with the cadre and you're like, these guys need extra F three is stronger. <laughs> so make sure we get our money's worth. It's like, that's not a problem. Yeah, no, that's right. <laughs> no we, can, we can make this as horrible as you think you want right? <laughs> or worse. That's no problem. Yep, yeah. Yep. No, he wasn't there. Uh, I don't remember who the, who the guy was that was, that was working through it, but you know, that they kind of organized the whole sure, thing. Sure. Uh, but, uh, but I remember, you know, definitely different points of the night where you're just like, I don't, I think I've made a horrible, horrible error in judgment. Like this is, what was I thinking? Like, why did I think this would be a good idea? You know, and, and you're walking around and you're getting sore and it hurts because this is not something you're used to. This is totally out of, uh, you know, anything normal that you've ever done. But isn't it such a great life lesson where, you know, you make a commitment and you have to stick to it. We, we do this with our kids. It's like, you sign them up for soccer right. and then, you know, the practices oh, yeah. get hard and you're like, uh-uh, guess what? Get your ass back to <laughs> soccer practice. Yes. You made a commitment, Yeah, you know, we, yeah, but, we told all then, our like, girls. for us, for us, it's like, oh, this thing got hard. And so I just, you know, I just well, dropped I just it and I didn't yeah. tell anybody, but you know, with the girl right. challenge, like you're going to keep going. It's middle of the night and it sucks. You hit that rock bottom low point. Guess what? Look around. You're, you're going to keep going and, and yeah. you're going to do it together. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then, you know, the sun comes up and you start feeling a little better about things and then they turn the heat on just a little bit more, you know? And uh, anyway, long, long story longer is just that, you know, I, I get to the end of this thing and I wasn't honestly sure if we were done, you know, like you think you are, cause you're kind of back more or less where you started. So you're kind of hoping, you know, it's over, but they've tricked you before, you know, they've been doing this to you all night. Yeah. Was, you false know, finish. Right? Yeah, yeah. All that kind of good stuff. And, um, and so you get there and the guy comes around and, and I don't remember if it was before we started or after we started ta- uh, recording, but, you know, and, and you get a patch, right? A guy hands you a patch. And Jason, I think I wore that. I mean, it was almost like, uh, you know, <laughs> like a, a kid who got like a new Halloween costume or something, you know, he wears it for like three weeks straight. I was like, uh, this doesn't really have Velcro on it, but I'm going to put this right here. <laughs> you know, like, right. You know, cause, and there was something that happened in that, that horrible, you know, and I guess in my heart, you know, I knew I wasn't going to die. You know, I mean, like this is, the, the, you know, I'm smart enough to go, okay, go rock. Doesn't want to take the liability on of killing us. Right. So I'm not going to die. It'll be fine. You know, I'll make it through. But I remember, and, and then to your point, it was, it was uh, very much a, you know, there's a couple of days where you're like, well, I don't know if I ever, now that I've proven that to myself, I don't ever need to do it again. Um, but you know, since then, I, I don't know how many, I mean, probably a couple dozen different events now that I've, I've done because I, I, I love it. And I love because something happened in the middle of the night, my brain like unlocked, like, like there was a chamber in there that I didn't know was there. Cause I had lived, look, you know, I ran a business and whatever, and, and I was as fat and happy as a guy could be, you know, I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't think I needed any of this kind of stuff to be, you know, a great person. 
And there were some shifts. I mean, obviously, and F3 played a huge part in that as well, uh, you know, because fitness and, and being around the guys and all this kind of stuff too, right? But but there was something about that first GORUCK event. I don't know if it was just the length or just the difficulty or just the team aspect or whatever, but something changed in my brain that made me say to myself, I'm capable of much, much, much more than I ever thought I was before. You I can't lie to yourself, a, man. You know, yeah. th this is the same thing that the, the army did for me was like, that's the lesson. You got to conquer yourself first and yeah. you cannot do that on your thumbs. You cannot <laughs> do that without doing, you can't fake it, man. It's not yeah. possible. And so, you know, all of these, all of these, you know, talks about metaverses and these dystopian nightmares that are going on. Right. My, my point is, is like, the secret weapon for anybody who wants to get ahead in life or who wants to set their kids up for success uh -huh. in, in say our case is make, put them first off. So if you have kids, let them see you do hard things, let them right. see you keep pushing yourself and reinventing yourself and not just like, Hey man, I, you know, I got yeah. mine. I'm good. Nailed like, it. Like, Made it. Yeah. 20 years ago, I did this thing. Like nobody cares anymore, man. Like, yeah. and, and if you care too much, it's going to limit your future. So the thing is, is with kids though, it's like, they need to get out there and they need to do hard, challenging rite of passage type things. And rites of passage are gone now. Like there's not even high, high dives at, at swimming pools anymore because lawyer types and insurance right. types have ruined it, have taken these away. Like, Oh, there's some risk. Like, yeah. come on, man. The risk of, of not doing things that are scary or that are hard or that we might fail is that we never learn to conquer ourselves. We never learn to, to, to face that adversity. We never learn that we're capable of so much more because here's the thing you didn't learn at that go ruck challenge specifically what you're capable of the beauty sure. and the magic of yeah. it is that you learned that you're you're capable of doing so much more than you thought be oh, yeah. before and this is like socrates man the 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 thing that i know now is that i know nothing and, yes. and like this is what you learn with with more time adversity the wisdom that comes from it but you don't you can't cheat your ways to those answers you can't read them in a book you can't just be some big brain with a degree. It doesn't work. You've got to prove it to yourself the hard way, the old fashioned way. Yeah. And that, and that really speaks to kind of the, you know, if, if again, if you go to the website and you read the things and the whatever, and, and again, we've had enough discussions uh, at different times now to know, but like, that's really what this is about. This is not like, if anybody thinks that go ruck is a backpack company, like, yeah. Okay. Sure. I mean, they make backpacks and apparel and footwear and, you know, and all the things that's fine. That's fine. But that's just the tools, isn't it? That's just the tool that you're using right now, the challenges and the, and the, and the gear in itself, because really your why is not to be the premier backpack company in the world. I mean, I don't, if, if this were just a backpack company, I'd be doing something else, man. Like the world does yeah. not need another backpack company. And sure. to go back to sort of a, a little bit of the earlier conversation. I mean, my, the fork in the road for me with GORUCK was, you know, I was fine to go back with my original plan after 9-11 and go join the CIA and go serve in their kind of paramilitary branch. And I know some great people that, that work there still. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that is a community of people that I would, I would enjoy serving beside, just like I enjoyed serving in the army. Um, but GORUCK became about so much more. And I just felt frankly that, that I owe 
I owe in some way? And, and what is my, what is my path? How, how do I pay back? And then some, what, what I've been fortunate enough to, to experience. And by that, I mean, you know, I, I went through training that the taxpayers paid for. I, I, I got mm. the opportunity to serve America abroad. I learned a lot from the guys to my left and, and the guys to my right. I like, unlike others, you know, I, I didn't get injured. I didn't die. I, I'm a better person because I went to war. I'm a better person because of the people that I served with and the lessons that I learned there. And there's no amount of money that is worth it to me to kind of cheapen the the experience and the lessons that I feel like I owe and that are worth sharing. So I just want to build something that really matters to me. And if GORUCK were a tenth the size, I've been at GORUCK a tenth the size. And <laughs> right. like the problems were basically the same and my lifestyle sure. was basically the same as it is right now. Yeah. Um, and if GORUCK ever gets to be 10 times the size it is now, I, I that's not going to solve my problems, right? Yeah. What I want is for I want to pay it forward to others. That that is what motivates me, and that is my why. And and yet, the the ground truth and the reality is is that we are in a business, and to do that, we have to grow as a business in order to explain our mission and our values and sure. get more people in. And, and just culturally, it's a lot more fun, energetic, exciting when there are new opportunities and growth stuff. And, it, and for us, it happened inside of our own kind of universe. We just could sort of adapt it to, to the mission that we want. You know, it's like make rucking bigger than running. That's that's a mission. That's a thing that we came up with several years ago. And we're just working, we're just chipping away. We didn't yeah. go out and take $100 million from someone to buy the company so that we could <laughs> see that through faster, right? right but right. what we did was we just said, hey, we're going to do this on our terms and we're going to keep driving towards that long-term goal and we're going to start partnering with all the places that support us in that mission and and or others. And, you know, that's um, it's just really rewarding. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, I, I know that, and I know, because I've heard them myself and I'm sure you've heard thousands and thousands of them as well, that my story is not unique. You know, this idea that, that, you know, being in a challenge and doing these things changed something in me and made me a better dad made me a better husband, you know, made me a better man. Like that's, that's kind of, uh, you know, at its core, that's really what, that's what it's what, all about. What we're doing. Yeah. That's, that's what, that's, that's, that's what, what it it's is. all about. Yeah. 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 You, um, <clears throat> kind of to, to move, move to a slightly different place. And this may segue into some other things as well, but uh, you, you texted me, uh, I don't remember a day or two ago and you shared some pictures uh, that I thought were pretty good. And you said, um, isn't it funny? Cause I think it was of the first uh, uh, go rock nasty that happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you said, yeah. and you said, look, look at that F3 guys. And then independent of you, you don't know this, right. But independent of you, a buddy of mine who follows you on, on uh, Instagram and all this kind of stuff was like, Oh my gosh, look at this. Like, here's these pictures and look, there's F3 guys in there. And you said, you yeah. know, isn't it funny? We've just sort of, in a way, the, these two organizations have kind of just been parallel almost like just right near each other, the whole, the whole way along. Um, and, and I'm interested to hear kind of your take on that, but also to, to, to see what you think about kind of what it is that we've hit on here. You know, these are these accidental organizations, you know, they, they shouldn't even exist. They, no one had a vision for what these things were going to be, you know, and here we are, yeah. you know, over here growing this little thing, kind of doing this and you're over here kind of do this, but, but we keep kind of 
you know, and it, and it seems to be this perpetual thing of, of again, like-minded and, and, and certainly aligned in, in mission and, and what we're trying to accomplish for, you know, making better humans. Um, but, but I'm interested to hear kind of what your, your thoughts and thinking on that is. I mean, just like neither of us had a plan to, to see this through to exactly where it is now. I mean, there's been no real formal F3 GORUCK thing. Right. The reason why it works is because it's actually like finds like, like-minded people like being around like-minded people. And, you know, the more that we are at odds with some parts of what's going on in the universe these days, you know, it, it's like, I think that there's more of us that want to step up and, and not go that path. And we want to lead from the front and just at a really deep seated level, we gain a lot of strength in our numbers. It doesn't have to yeah. be 360 million. I wish it were, but sure. if it's, you know, it, it's like, if you've got your crew, man, like you can conquer the world. It's just that that's, that's what life ultimately becomes about. It's like, who are you going to spend the weekend with? Or who are you going to go, you know, do what Thursday at five 30 with, or who right. are you going to have over for a barbecue and a couple beers or who are you going to, you know, whose kids are going to come play together. And like, you know, that's the life that we want to lead. And those are the people that we enjoy spending time with. And what you'll find is that active people that want to do hard stuff and are yeah. kind of, irreverent about it like there, there's there's <laughs> a, a unapologetic there's a great thing yeah. there yeah it's like it's like actually i i think that your your question why would you want to do something like that i think that's a terrible question right it's like jfk you know we choose to go to the moon not because it's easy but because it's hard yeah right i mean who wants to sit around everyone is just selling and packaging up and promising everything's going to be so easy like how's that working out for people isn't they keep fun? buying, but it keeps not yeah. working out. Right. Right. And and you started to say this before we started going, but like there's a it seems like and, and I feel like we're coming to a head, like we're coming to a place where all of these things that you and I and, and, and others you know, believe in and are they're in direct conflict, I think, with exactly what's happening and you know, that we see some things in Washington and just our culture in general in America and some different things, right? And we're and I feel like we're kind of coming to this point where not that there's going to be some kind of civil war. So I, I don't I'm not sure I believe in all that. I mean, there's people who do, but um, but more of just just that there is this this recognition that that the hole in our heart that we've been chasing isn't getting filled with all the things that we've been told that would fill it. It Money can't buy me love. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. And, and I think there seems to be an, uh, an acknowledgement culturally shift, uh, you know, toward this where we're really, and, and you use that word love. And, and I think that's one that, that is super important because we think we've been thinking we can buy love forever. Well, I mean, we have whole TV shows about idiot girls and a panel and some douchebag, you know, picking one with a rose. Right. I mean like, Oh, that this, you know, oh, I purchased her, you know, like this is like the most inane, you know, and mouth people watch this. Yeah. And they, they think, watch oh. this. Yeah. They I mean, think it's like a thing. To me, it's just a colossal waste of everything. So it is. You're like sacrificing the gift. Right. To, to like let your life get soaked through some screen. I just, yeah. you know, Mrs. Sturrack had it right. TV does rot your brain. You, know? <laughs> you remember, don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. <laughs> yeah. She had it right. Uh, 
uh, this 80s flashback brought to you. I, by- I don't know. I, you know, I think that I, at, at a really high macro level, I'm not going to say, I think people are continuing to get more sedentary. There's more people that are, that are becoming lazier and more addicted to easy things. Yeah. I, I say that just because this, the statistics show that I, I think that there is more opportunity for those of us who choose not to go down that path to continue to lead from the front, but to not get discouraged and to not get angry and to not get kind of, you know, to not get, it's like, man, people have it hard out there. A lot of people have it hard in different ways and we're choosing to represent something. And I think the bet something else. And I think the best thing that we can do is let actions speak louder than words and, and, you know, use words where, where we need to, but we just need to lead from the front and be inclusive and inviting. And then once, once you, you got someone, it's like, yeah, man, you need to do this and you need, then you can start ribbing them, you know, but do it like you would a friend. I mean, sure. turning, you know, like being just um, too judgmental or too whatever. What I find is that number one, it does create a divide, but the more negative we are towards other people that comes back at us. Sure. Like if all you do all day is you sit around and you're just angry about politics on the left or politics on the right. And, you know, your, your, your neighbor's too sedentary and these other people are too lazy and this person doesn't work hard enough and all this stuff. It's like, man, that's exhausting. And you're also wasting your life. Like how about yeah. focus on, on the things that you can do and be, be a great individual and, and then go, go submit to, you know, the, the team's goals, the team's mission. And there's lots of teams in your life. There's your family, there's your friends, there's your, your work, there's your work buddies. There's, there's all sorts of different things, but, you know, focus those energies on the things that we can control. And if, if we spent more time outside and we spent more time, for instance, worried about our solving or doing the actions that will solve our, our health issues, mental, physical, and social. And we spent less time learning to hate our friends on Facebook. We'd all be doing a lot better and our nation would be doing a lot better. And we need to individually take that individual responsibility that we have been so gifted and we need to do something more with it. And that, that, that goes for each and every one of us. Like we can all look in the mirror and say, can I do something more with the individual responsibility and the individual liberties that, that I have been afforded that yeah. is going to help other people. No, I mean, a- a- amen, first of all. Right. And, uh, and I'll say this guys, if you're listening, uh, if you don't feel like we're running through a wall, then, you know, maybe <laughs> rewind and listen again or something. <laughs> right. Cause that, that's, do it. I couldn't yeah, just do it. But I, I, cause I couldn't agree more. You know, and that's exactly what we're trying to capture on our end as well. And that's what I, that's why I, that's why I respect you so much and, and, uh, and just love what you guys are trying to do out there. And, and, you know, as we kind of walk this, this, uh, this path of just trying to make better human beings and, and particularly in our case, obviously better men, but, um, but, uh, it's, it is inspiring to think about. And it is, and it's, it's a lot of fun. Like I can't think of anything for myself anywhere that, um, is more satisfying than looking in a man's face and having him realize, like having him have that, that go ruck experience that I had where, you know, you can tell that he realizes now he's capable of more. He's capable of a lot more. And, and I think that the most rewarding part is, or I guess the thank you and the, Hey, attaboy is what really works is not just these 
aha moments at a go rough challenge. Mm. What really works is the consistency that comes from showing up with no glory and, and with no kind of aha moments. It's like some mornings it sucks and some mornings you're, you're like, okay, this isn't so bad or, or whatever, but it's the camaraderie and the community that comes from that and into there are so many, and I get goosebumps. Like right now I have goosebumps thinking about the men of F3 and the Ruck Club leaders at Go Ruck and the people who are, who are making these, these such a difference in people's lives by being kind, by encouraging their friends to show up, by asking why they didn't show up, however is appropriate to ask. Sometimes right, it's, right, right. it's, a, it's <laughs> ribbing. Sometimes right. it's, it's not, you know, sure. and, and, um, you know, that to me is, is the best part about what unites America is, is this, the social, these kind of this fabric that we have at the very, very local level where it's not that great on Instagram. It's not that sort of, you know, there's no heroes moment. There's just God's work. And it yeah. is about you and your buddy, and you're getting a ton out of being there too. And it's like, look, Friday morning. So, so we're recording this on a Friday right. and you know, it's, it's almost two and it, at, uh, five 45, I know that's late for you guys. My alarm went off and I was here at, at in front of <laughs> go rock scars at six 30. Yeah. And you know, our, our team whooped it on for 40 minutes. We sat around, we drank coffee because uh -huh. I do love coffee unlike yeah, you yeah, with, nothing wrong with a with bunch that. of us and, and talked about, you know, you know, the, yeah. the ways of the world and what's right. going on. And, and it's like, all right, it's time to start, start our days. And, and here we go. Like there's, there's no kind of, I'll tell you that me personally, I get a ton out of that. And it's, yeah. it's hard for me to explain or describe because how important I think that is for everybody, even though we do need these big moments as well, these big sort of, Oh, I've got this annual challenge or I've got this new thing that sure, I'm going to yeah, do training this, for you know, uh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah. But it's the consistency of the people that you're around and, yep. and being healthy. And, and to me, it's mental, physical, and social. And those it, three yes. are so intertwined. You can't remove one or just do one and, and hope that the others follow. It's gotta, it's gotta be somewhat of a balance. No, I'm, I'm with you on that. And, and, and I would throw spiritual in there. Probably, I guess that would kind of fall maybe into the mental uh, as well. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, for sure. Um, but, uh, but the thing I was thinking is, is, you know, I told somebody this the other day, I said, you know, we, so as a family, this is just us, right? It's, we read uh, scripture every night as a family, always have, have since the kids were just little, I mean, really little that, and that for us, that was one of those That's things great. that we picked as a habit that we thought, you know, this is going to be important and that we want to, you know, help them to have that kind of in their mind you know, all the time, all that kind of stuff. Right. And I was telling somebody the other day, cause they're like, yeah, we've tried that before. It just doesn't work. And I was like, you know, I hear what you're saying, but here's the problem is we've had some amazing experiences where we've had some ahas, you know, or, or whatever it might be, some breakthroughs and the kid really got something, you know, out of it or whatever it is. Right. And I said, but you know, for every one of those times there were 250 of like, just freaking just grinding it out and it was painful and it was awful especially when the little ones were little and they couldn't read very well and you're sitting there and you're like i don't want to pronounce this for you because you uh, have to figure yeah. this out and it's just this this horrible grading thing but you don't get to pick which day is the day that is like oh the amazing breakthrough happened and if you didn't do all that consistent work when it was painful and horrible and difficult all the way through and you weren't totally i mean really not rigid, but consistent, you know, all the way through, 
you wouldn't you, you don't get to pick which day it is and you would never know and you would never have those breakthroughs because you didn't get the consistency all the way through to that point fair super fair i mean it's like you're not live streaming your your nightly scripture readings no. <laughs> but all of a sudden all of a sudden you have a really tight-knit family yeah because you've been doing these things and, and this is the same point we made earlier about the go rough challenge like oh that just didn't work out like oh really <laughs> yeah oh, oh so you just so you quit on it yeah Right? This was go. important to you. You saw that this was important. It got hard or unruly. And look, look, this happens to me too, right? Like sure. things happen. I, I do. I get it. I'm not, I'm not here casting the first stone. I'm just going to say, like, sometimes we all got to look in the mirror and say, this is important to me. And I was not willing to endure this because it got hard. And yeah. if, if you can make your peace with that, because it actually wasn't that important or whatever, then that's fine. But if it is really important, then you need to saddle back up and you need to get, yeah. you need to accept that it's going to be hard and you need to endure it. Yeah. Cause if you continue to perpetuate that lie in your head that, you know, that justification of like, well, you know, it just wasn't for me. Okay. You know, well, it's like, you know, the, the, the food choices we make or the, the lifestyle choices that we make from how we exercise and all this yeah. stuff, like running one marathon a year is not going to solve your health problems. It's, it's like, what's your daily step count? It's right. You know, so I had uh, a great nutritionist that I chatted with called Dr. Mike Roussel, who's coming down to, he's speaking at St. Lot Jacks as well. Um, but he, he, it, like an aha moment went off and he's like, look, I anchor every meal off of some type of protein. And I build around that yeah. because, you know, it's easy to just ingest carbs and fat and all this stuff. Right. Um, and he's like, I just, that is my trigger for my meals. And if I don't do that, I feel like it's off. And so I start to process it through that. And I'm like, look, over the course of a lifetime, when you start to say, okay, I want to have, you know, this, this, and, and then he's like, well, then I build, you know, some greens around it and sure. real food. Anyway, it's, it's not to derail on that. Cause I still think beer is the ultimate recovery drink and all that <laughs> stuff. It's just, it's like, look, the, you, you can't be perfect at everything, right. but the point is like the routines in, in our lives. I mean, look, if you, if, if you weigh 250 and you're unhealthy and you're at stroke risk, guess what? Something needs to change. You need to, it's not, it's not the one gallon that you ate by yourself of ice cream. It's the consistency right. <laughs> of just overeating. Like it, this right. is real simple. Oh, you know? yeah. It just, we have to, we have to actually establish better habits and routines and then we have to, we have to stick with them. And so yeah. it's the routines and the habits throughout the courses of our life that are, that are really going to determine our energy levels in, in a lot of ways, like how we feel about ourselves, our confidence mm -hmm. sure. and all of those, all of that stuff. And so set up better habits and they don't have to be perfect, right. man. No, but, but just, just understand what your habits are. Start yeah. there yeah. And to see, yeah, yeah. hey, maybe right. I need and to change this yeah. a little bit. I could, and, and, you know, there's all these books and different things, whatever, you know, 1% better and, you know, all that kind of stuff, but, and, and people kind of poo poo it, but you know, like that's kind of, if you compound 1% over however many years, like it's you're a pretty effective human being. All that stuff's true. I mean, it's just, there's always a new book written with yeah, a new I mean, way to tell us to, right. to basically do what we know that we need to do. Right. So just pick one and keep doing it. That's the, you know, it doesn't really even matter, right? Just, just you know? pick something and stay with it. Um, it's, yeah. So as we kind of wind this down, so I guess the the, the last sort of question or, or thoughts that I, I want to talk to you about is kind of, well, so uh, I, I know a little bit because we've had a lot of conversation about it, but like kind of what's next? What's next? What's coming from GoRuck? And then you mentioned something uh, just kind of offhandedly there. I don't know if you slipped that in on purpose or it was just, you know, whatever, but uh, there's this thing called Sandlot. And I really, really, really want to talk about that at least briefly, because I think it has an, another very important 
uh, a mission as well. Yeah. So we, we kind of started out, oh gosh, what was it? A while back. And it was like, Hey, the magic sauce of GORUCK is sure there's good gear and stuff. That's fine. Right. But the magic sauce that, that our why is, is our passion for community building and people yeah. and how do we support them? And in the army, it's kind of force multiple force multiplication. Like how do you empower others so that they go forth and, right. you know, it, once right. they know how to fish, they can go fish for, the, for their own. And, and that, yeah. that's a growth, that's a growth strategy as well. Right. Instead of trying to do everything internalized. So it's like, well, we've never had any technology around this. So what if we built a GORUCK app? Well, one thing led to another and, and we ended up not building a quote GORUCK app, but we wanted to, and when I say we, there's a guy on our board who, um, who was at Nike plus back in the day, like they launched, he mm-hmm. launched that. He put four number one apps in the app store. Oh, he's wow. a, he's a buddy. He's one of us too, by the way, just a, oh, good. you yeah, know, yeah. a meathead mouth breather, you know, played <laughs> college football types. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and so it's like, well, what if we thought a little bit bigger and anchored it off of, you know, solve a real problem first, which is how do community rut club leaders organize the, the other members of the rut club? How do they invite them? And, and, you know, anti-social media, Facebook groups is not kind right. of, it's like, it, it ain't getting it done anymore. You know, you Instagram and so text, much noise text message, mess. Yeah, so much yeah. noise. So we wanted to focus on something that was going to support the community's ability to just organize in a fitness and health environment. And that is the focus of this app. So it's like a geospatial fitness app because we had a partnership longstanding with Niantic who created Pokemon Go. They ended up investing in this new company and, and, uh, so geospatial just means it's map driven. Well, this right. is I'm like you're starting to see how the problems of the GORUCK clubs are the problems of your your F3 chapters and you oh, know yeah. all it's like yeah, yeah. how people sync up and and so but the technology piece gets confusing until there it's it's just about to be out on Android finally and all right. that jazz which is great. But what what I am really even more excited about is how we're we're kind of debuting it in a bigger way or bringing the technology to life because technology is a tool, oh, yeah. right? The right. first soft truth, special operations forces truth is humans are more important than hardware, right? The corollary is of course, okay. you know, technology is a tool. And so we, we want technology to solve problems for people, not try to get people to just live online and look at more ads for more stuff. That's going to actually make them miserable. Right. So, um, so Sandlot Jacks is this fitness festival that GORUCK is GORUCK is presenting, but it's called Sandlot Jacks. And we have a couple other partners, Savage Race and Rogue Fitness are also involved. So there's big obstacle course. Rogue Fitness is bringing down a bunch of equipment with, with physical challenge. And GORUCK is going to have a, like running a ton of events mm-hmm. and having, you know, sandbags and rucksacks and all that stuff as well on the grounds. And it was like, you know, this, this growth strategy of force multiply or support your friends. This is at odds almost with, Hey, go buy more ads on Facebook and they'll, they'll right. buy you your friends. So right. what we did is we ultimately, we, we started calling up all our friends that we know that are in the fitness and health and, and welfare space. And it's, it's like, we want to put on, we want to throw the biggest fitness party that anybody has ever thrown as a community of communities where it's a participation thing, like going to some event and watching people exercise is fine, right? Like you go watch Michael Jordan play basketball. That, that was pretty awesome. If you had that opportunity, that was pretty right? awesome. Yeah. Got it. You know, but you know, 
I think that life is a participation sport. So we wanted people to, to show up and do all this stuff. But then we also wanted to bring in global thought leaders to come in and talk about their experiences so that throughout the course of three and a half days, you can come and, and you can, you know, listen to these speakers and talk about their stuff. And then you can go whoop it on with them. Like, so right. you get some, right next to them, you know, right. So, you know, we've got, um, got Dave coming down to speak. F3 is, is activating. However, you guys choose to activate. We're still yep. kind of in the planning yep. stages of, of, of that. Um, but you know, Jacksonville, Florida in April is heaven and it's right <laughs> on the river and it's, it's awesome. Yeah. It's very yeah. free in Florida. We're doing this America thing, right? Um, we're oh, I, love stacking the, some... I love the, what does it say? It's a hundred percent in person, no virtual or what, what is, how do you, yeah. I forget what it says yeah, on that it's website. It's like zero percent yeah. virtual, yeah. you know, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. It, it's like people, there's so much in the fitness space right now that is all about subscription models on your phone because it's a great way to yeah. get a huge valuation from venture capitalists. Yeah. And, and that's, that's awesome and stuff. I'm, you know, yay America, but what we're trying to solve this problem completely differently by bringing people together in the real world and giving those people opportunities to do something with that real world relationship together. So yeah. um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of pieces. We're also stacking some other kind of events within the event. So when is this airing pretty soon, right? Uh, yeah. Or, this will air probably next week, actually. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So by then this, these will both be live, which is good. So okay, good. go rough nasty zero zero two. There's going to be a patch for that with a specific way that you can earn it at, yes. at uh, Sandlot Jacks, which is basically Start training now. We've got, yeah, we've got Savage Race building 15 plus world class obstacles in downtown Jacksonville. You know, we're going to give you your star course hit list around town, which is, you know, your 12 miler list. You're going to have some rogue challenges to do on site. And you're going to come back and you're going to do the obstacle course again when you get back. And then you're going to get your nasty zero zero two patch. The best views at Sandlot Jacks are earned at the top of these obstacles, which is awesome. Oh, right. I love it. Yes. Um, so, and, and then we're also doing uh, something a very, in a very invitational type of sense called the Go Ruck Games. It's the first. Um, there's going to be 50 males, 50 females. There's going to be cash, cash prize. It's also going to involve these three brands, Go Ruck, Rogue Fitness, and, and Savage. And, you know, it's um, it's not kind of center stage the whole time because this is more about like us, us people, right. the communities activating. But there are certain instances where you know they'll have like early, early Saturday morning is when they'll kick off and we'll be using the field for their kind of qualification. Is and then Sunday a... afternoon it leads to a competitive bracket. Okay, Sunday afternoon ask. it's gonna there's like there will be a. a is it almost kind of like a, awesome. a CrossFit Games type? thing like or, i mean not in the sense of yeah, like it's no crossfit exercises but i just yeah. meant like um but it's like the kind of the the, the very fit are going to come and they're going to compete in some sort of physical challenges together and and find a winner correct the the mechanics are a bit different um okay. from the standpoint of what you'll be doing i mean there's obstacle course there's obstacle course there's rucking plus go ruck and there's rogue fitness stuff but there's no barbells in this yeah okay and the yeah, third yeah. part the third part or the, the other differentiating part is at the end, it turns into a, a tournament bracket. It's like, like the one yeah, seed that's goes what I was, against the yeah. eight seed. Yeah, and love, you know, <laughs> then whoever wins goes and faces. You know, it's it's uh -huh. like like Dude, you're losing, you're out at that point. So after yeah. you qualify, and it's like you know, it's time. It's time. So it's a It'll gigantic. A it's a gigantic fitness festival around uh, the, these brands. Yes, 
but one of the things that that I I thought was what really sold me when when you and I were talking early on about our uh, a partnership and with Sandlot and and guys, if you haven't been on, if you haven't downloaded the Sandlot app yet, uh, then do that. Uh, shame on you. We've talked about it, but we'll we'll keep talking about it. But download the Sandlot app, and you can find. I mean, our map that we that populates on on the F three Nation website populates into automatically into the Sandlot app, so that anybody can find you know where we are. Uh, working out. You can also find any other free fitness uh, or even paid fitness. There's some paid fitness people on there too, I imagine, right? Um, that, that, that's will part be. of the model eventually. Um, yeah, we're not, eventually. We're not okay, that's right. So we're all, we're all in the in the free space now, right? So you can find free outdoor workouts. And and you started telling me about that. And I was like, oh yeah, that'll be cool. That'll be cool. But you used a term, you said democratize fitness. And I yeah. was like, wait a minute, say it again. And when you explained it to me, I was like, holy cow, this this has potential of really disrupting an industry. Right. Yeah. So, so the goal is like right now you've got trainers, trainers are kind of the glue cues or leaders or however, whoever it is, right. Someone has to organize this. And right now there's, there's kind of two options out there in in any type of paid model. You, you, you win the fame lottery on Instagram and you get people to, and you drive them to your, you drive them to your, your paid subscription model and it's all virtual. I take enough pictures of my butt. And then you fall in love <laughs> with that. And then, oh no. Or, or you make 10 bucks an hour coaching at some gym somewhere by the time you factor in your transportation right, time and right. all this stuff. And you can't do that, man. You can't do that. Work. So what if, what if uh, we started with the trainers, which we are democratizing Unite Fitness and a trainer could pop up any class anywhere the trainer wanted to and charge whatever they wanted to on a per person basis. And they, that trainer gets to describe the details of, of what it, the services that it's going to provide. So I believe in power to the people yeah. and giving the big tools to the little guys is the goal here. And so yeah. part of the, the deal is, you know, there, there should be, and will be a growth angle for F3 to be in there because more people who are in there will see the workouts right. that, that you all are offering, which is great. You want people to show up same with, right. with go rock. And I think there's, there's a trust and some faith in this idea that, you know, it's okay if someone does F3 and go ruck and what, I mean, what if they showed up and they, you know, they paid to go do an obstacle course race every once in a while. Oh, like, you know, it's like all like, these are the people that are, that are gravitating towards it. So let's put the things in there that that the people want to do. And, and so the technology piece is fine. I don't want to overly complicate um, the, the fun factor about the, the festival, but you know, we, we want, we want there to be, we want to see F3 represented strongly. We want to give you guys like the upside to, sure. to make a couple, make a couple bucks off the event as well off the, like we want sure. this to be an annual kind of pilgrimage. And our job is to make sure that it's so much fun that that happens. And to me, that's, what's exciting about it. I think is a, it sounds like it's just gonna be an amazing party filled with amazing people doing amazing stuff, which is no one wants to, I mean, or no one can deny that that's a great idea. Right. But what I really love is again, you guys have done a great job of this and, 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 and we have, I think as well in a lot of ways is, is this idea of community building, of bringing people together for common purpose of helping people to get more of a mission in their life so that they can be more intentional with the way that they live their life. And, and I see this as, yes, it's going to be a hilarious fun to spend the three days down there with you guys and do all the crazy stuff that we're going to do. And, you know, I had a couple, uh, I had both my knees replaced at the end of last year. Uh, and so I'm, I'm just now starting to get back where I'm, uh, 
being able to be a little bit more uh, you'll be fine active you'll yeah. be fine i say so by the time april rolls around i'm like i'm stoked yeah. I, I can't I, I want a nasty patch so bad like i can't I mean, it's gonna be so good uh and and again part of that's just because it's like can i you know yeah right that's you great. Know, and i know i can but um but uh but but i really i just believe so much in the in the idea of of the community coming together and particularly over fitness because i think that's the the first building block to you becoming a really effective person is taking control of the body in which your brain resides you know so that you if you don't have control over this then you you don't really have control over anything else in your life you know this is where people meet people and there's yeah. going to be some accountability. There's going to be some fun. There's going to be some like global thought leaders. Some of the biggest this, brains in fitness I know. I saw this list of coming. people that are coming is nuts. I mean, it's just and insane. It's, who's coming. it's going to be great. And that list is growing and we're stacking some musicians and we're stacking some other fun stuff too. It's great. So tell me, uh, I know it's, I believe it's the 22nd of April. So it's right? actually the, the kickoff concert is the 21st of 21st. April, okay. the, the night of the 21st. And then it's the 22nd, 23rd, and 24th. And 24th, yeah. the second half of that day is when the, the Go Ruck Games, that final competition is going to happen. So, so that's going to be fun. That's going to be fun to watch. Everyone's going to be sore by then. So I don't feel bad about, you know, giving people something to stand around and watch. No, it'll be great. <laughs> I'm, I'm so, so, and I already told my wife, uh, I'm not sure if she's going to come with me because she's not really into that whole thing. And she's kind of an introvert and doesn't really like crowds necessarily. But sure, sure. Uh, so I don't know if she's going to come. Uh, but my birthday is 420. Uh, so. There you I, go. Listen, that was my I basic my training number. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know what that was when I went to basic training. I know, right? But yeah. Then that's yeah, my number. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, my point is, is that I already told my wife, this is what I'm giving myself for my birthday is I'm, I'm going to Sandlot. And she's like, okay. Awesome. That's, yeah. So I'm pretty stoked. And, and, and I really hope that guys who listen, um, it, look, come from all over the place. You know, we've, we've already started the, the work in Jacksonville and down in Florida and get local guys to come. That's easy. But I'm telling you this, this, in my mind, you know, we, we had our 10 year, uh, anniversary, uh, of F3 and we finally got around to doing it in October because, you know, COVID got us kicked out, you know, we had to reschedule a couple of different times. This, this festival is going to be 10 times, uh, just from what I've seen, like it is going to be gigantic and epic. And there's going to be just tons, throngs of F3 guys. It's almost going to be like the repeat of the 10 year except on a, on a bigger level. So I'm really, really trying to encourage men to, to, uh, to, you know, figure out how to get there. Come on down. If you got to sell it to mama, just know that Disney right? is a two hour drive from here. There you go. You there know, you go. it's like, you can, you can and divide and conquer. The, or you can... Yeah. And I say because of the partnership that you, you know, we have, and you've given us some, and we've started promoting some of these great codes and things, there's discounts and stuff available and, and, and all that kind of stuff. But, um, I, I just really, for me anyway, the, the, the reason I'm going is a, because I was invited and, and it was very kind of you to, uh, to do that. But, uh, also because I really believe in having this kind of this large community of the, like you said, the like-minded people, you got to roll, um, yeah, I do. of like-minded people in the same place, doing the same things and, and pushing in the same direction. So, uh, I'm, I'm just, Dude, I want you, I want it. you all to be really successful at F3. I think America needs more of what F3 represents. I, and, and I, you know, our job, our job as, as Sandlot, the festival, yeah. Sandlot to technology as well is to em, empower and support our, our friends and our partners. So, uh, you know, we want this to be everything that you all can make it and we will yeah. do everything in our power for that to happen. So we hope to see you here. It's going to be fun. It's going to yeah. be awesome. Get there. Don't miss it. Get there. Jason, thank you so much for joining me today, man. I really appreciate it. 
Uh, I'm actually going to see you in a couple of weeks. Uh, I'll be down for something there in Jacksonville. Uh, look forward to seeing you and uh, really appreciate you being on today and talking through all this stuff. And uh, we wish you all the best. Awesome, man. I appreciate you guys. All and right. I'll see you in a couple of weeks, man. Sounds good. Thanks for listening to the 43 Feet Podcast. If you like what you heard on the show, or if it's helped you in some way, we'd ask you to rate us, write a review, and share us with your friends and networks. It really does help others to find us. If you have questions, comments, or concerns, write us at questions at 43feetpodcast.com or tweet us at 43feetpodcast. The climb we're on to create virtuous leaders isn't going to be easy, but we'll get there, 43 feet at a time.